Dude, it's, it's doing it. Wow, that's doing that's it by another. itself. So, so let's just quickly get a nice Zencaster shout out out of the way. Uh, Jeff and I were about seven minutes into a podcast record, which included us talking shit about how Zencaster, our podcast platform, keeps fucking up. And uh, a few minutes after we did that, it crapped out and we lost our connection. Uh, the soundboard is repeating clips for no reason. It's safe to say this will be our last podcast on Zencaster, even if we have to learn a new thing, because uh, it's horseshit. So let's one song. Let's just move on from that lost time that Zencaster just plucked from our lives like a dandelion's fucking petal and and threw it into wow, the that's wind. A good metaphor. I do, I just got no. I got no time for horseshit at this moment in my life, Jeff. You I got, got no, no time. time for dandelion petals to be plucked from you. You are a grown man who knows what you want. I just feel like it's 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 2022 now. Let's not have if you're if your nah, whole business is it 2022? It is 2022. Fuck, if you're if your whole business if your whole business is streaming podcast creation in browser and you can't do that so good, I don't know. Go to art school, like figure something else out. It's amazing because think about how rich those Zencaster guys are. Like they've probably been through a few rounds of funding. Like where do they live? Like compare their life to yours and just be angry. It's better. Yeah. It's uh, easily, easily guys, better than mine too. I don't, I'm not trying to pick on your life. I'm just saying those no. guys have scammed the system. We could invent a website that doesn't work and then tell people it works fine and get a bunch of money. Like, <laughs> I was thinking we could do only rival fans where it's just like, I don't know, <laughs> Liverpool getting naked or <laughs> like Tottenham getting naked. Uh, but no, we're for the moment we are here on Zen Disaster. Uh, oh, burn yeah. Disaster! I would say I'd be worried about Zencaster hearing about this, but I'm sure this podcast won't successfully get published. You know what I was thinking? We should like tag them with like a sarcastic, nice comment, and then I bet you they'll just retweet it because they can't listen to everybody's podcast that's done on Zencaster. It'd be like a million hours of work. They can't even successfully output them, yeah, Jeff. Plus, so they're definitely not, this isn't this doesn't exist. We're literally just having a Skype call right now and pretending to be a radio show. We get on and it's like <laughs> Schrodinger's podcast. Does this podcast exist? Have we? You know what's we great here? Is we do have we do have episodes out, which is every now and then I think the same thing. Like, are we ever going to do that? Po- oh yeah, we have like ten episodes. Do you feel the pressure of like? Most of the the full time soccer podcast guys they're putting out like three episodes a week where they're like doing a Monday, Wednesday, and a yeah. Friday. Where like the Friday is the weekend preview, the Monday is the like this is what happened, and then the Wednesday is like yeah. just assorted shit or Europe, yeah. like European competition. I saw an absolutely excellent meme that was actually just a tweet that was screenshotted of some woman who correctly observed. She was like, "Women." Just so you know, men will watch like three hours of pregame, then watch a game, then immediately watch the highlights of that game, then spend a day reading three blog posts about that game so that they can then talk to strangers on the internet about that game. And that's every game of the season. And I was just like, man, that really hit the nail on the head. Like, <laughs> I have a great metaphor. It's a great rated R metaphor, but it's a great mm. metaphor. Those same, men, podcast, right? those, those same men will work very hard to have sexual intercourse with a partner that they find attractive. <laughs> if they have if they have their way, that sex will be recorded <laughs> for watching later, and you'll tell every person you know about it. So it's like Yeah. Yeah. It's an overindulgence. No. An overindulgence yeah. in the moment. That's true. An overindulgence. Man, if we're ever gonna write a memoir about this podcast, no. <laughs> If you if you watch your team play also, and then like the like a- the after show comes on and you don't turn it off, you will see all the same highlights and clips that you yeah. not only saw live, you saw at halftime. While while yeah. while, you know, while the teams are you know in their dressing rooms, they're showing us the goal that we already saw that we're well aware of, and yeah. then at the end you see it again when they break it apart. And I mean nothing. Did you? I don't know if you were like a fan of mainstream American sports during like the Sports Center heyday, but like, do you remember watching the game, watching the highlights of the game, then waking up, turning on Sports Center first thing, and then seeing like a ridiculously small reduced highlights package and watching that same highlights package once every half hour for seven hours straight in the morning? 
That like, sounds like that's more college football type vibe, right? Like that's that's where like the you could just consume and consume and consume because there's just yeah, so much. I mean, of that's it. part of it. But I mean, like it wasn't like. Do you, did you remember watching Sports Center back in the day when they just repeated the same like was it half hour or hour episode? No, I was from I was like never, seven a.m. to noon. No, I was never really into it. Like I would go to Yankees games and read about them, but it wasn't until. Like I started to love soccer, that I really became obsessive, like uh, mm. to, to the detriment of my health about a sport. But it was also just not available twenty four seven in this country. Like you couldn't consume soccer on the clock. You had to wait for like yeah. a rare broadcast or once streaming started. By then, I'm already yeah. in my late twenties, early thirties. So no, like I get, I get that that exists, uh, but I was not a part of it. I feel like now it doesn't exist that much, but like for me growing up, like that sports center was such a key, like if it was on sports center or not determined whether or not it mattered as a sport to me for like, at least like, I don't know, 10 years of my life. Well, didn't ESPN like lay off like half of their workforce, like two years ago or three years ago where like they, they chopped, chopped it down. Yeah. So like, I'm guessing that that impacts production and impacts like the content they're running. Um, yeah i mean and it's weird because they did it the other way too where they recently instead of doing the thing where they make like a nice show and play it all day to great ratings which is like a great business model they now it's live every time so they're they're basically like the same they're like just the sports version of fox news now where it's just like constant chatter you know i was just gonna say that it feels like espn is sports fox news which is totally. funny because there's a Fox Sports Network that just doesn't really do it very well. And it's like, <laughs> didn't you read the brainwashing playbook that they hand out? At- <laughs> it's it's amazing like how much you can make something. Like You're like, oh, anybody can make this show where you just show like last night's basketball games. And then you're like, oh, not anybody could. <laughs> not Fox Sports Night, I'll tell you that. Do you want to dive into... Um- yes, a story that we weren't planning on. Um <laughs> Well, maybe I'll give you a, I'll give you a veto of the story. But speaking of ESPN, I hate have it. I have I told you <laughs> slash have I told uh, the listeners on air, as it were, my Stephen A. Smith story? You know Stephen A. Smith, right? Seth? <laughs> That's how you would say it if you hadn't read it. Stephen A. Do you know Stephen A. No, First because take. most most I know who they are. Most of those ESPN guys that come from either basketball or football seem to have this like irrational disgust for soccer like they don't think they do. it counts for whatever reason because there's like a lot of toxic masculinity in that group yeah. of dudes but go ahead what's what's the what's the well story? normally i would linger on it and it's basically just a bunch of gossip about him but then it ends on like so i'll just skip to the ending so we were filming a commercial and if you've ever filmed something you know there's this thing called an eyeline that you have to so like basically when you're trying to match the scenes when you cut it later you're tr- you have to have them looking at the same spot every time. So they'll give you, when they give you an eyeline, they'll be like, every time you say the line, look over at that lamp and say the line or whatever. And so the guy, the director's like, I'm sitting there on set with Stephen A. Smith and the director's like, uh, okay, wh- look left, 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 left. Okay, stop. What are you looking at? You're uh, making eye contact with Jeff. That's not how Stephen A. Smith talks. And he goes, okay, cool. Um, I need you to stop there every time. And the line is, I'm sorry, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're, uh, like, you're like, this is weird. I've had this dream. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was a nightmare, I will say. No, um, and he did like, and and then they were also like, and uh, make sure that Jeff doesn't move. Can somebody get him some craft services or something? Because Jeff, you have to stay in the exact same place. You're going to screw up the whole edit, buddy. All right. <laughs> and we're rolling. <laughs> you, you're starting to do the I have to pee dance. So someone's like, get Jeff an empty beer bottle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, no, it is weird. Like as soon as someone tells you you're not allowed to move, God, do you want to move? Did I tell you I have sleep problems? Yeah, wait, really wait, is. Jeff. You know who else? <laughs> you know who else wants to move? Anthony Martial, Jesse Lingard, Donnie Vanderbeek, and about thirty people that are talking to Newcastle. So I feel like I just segued us into Ooh. any of those topics. I mean, it, you guys are about to literally test out that Jerry Seinfeld bit about how like. You don't root for the players, you root for the laundry. Because what if all of <laughs> Manchester United becomes Newcastle United? Same guys. They're just wearing different color laundry. Are you gonna root are you gonna become a Newcastle United fan? 
I'm not worried about that, uh, mostly because we couldn't give away cookies at like uh, a weight loss convention. We we wow. we don't know how to sell players, and we also don't know how to give away cookies at a weight loss convention. So I would argue that'd be <laughs> bad don't... PR anyway. That'd be if you guys did that, it'd be a disaster. The Glazers are like we glaze cookies. <laughs> yeah, that's it's what we right do in the name. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so, so we made our money. Um, so Anthony Martial on loan for the rest of the season to Sevilla in La Liga. Uh, Jesse Lingard currently being... So he was on my outline to ask you about. So since you stole one of my good ones, let's dwell here for a second. Wait, isn't he like a good young player that you guys just like want to have around? Like if we had a forward like that, he'd be getting games right now. You guys are too good? He's like 26. He refuses to play defense. Hmm. he randomly can't pass the ball either for someone uh, who's an incredible dribbler and finisher i've never seen him ma- try to make a timed run past the back four he just doesn't know how to do it you have to give him the ball and let him dribble his way through them there is no playing playing a through ball <laughs> with anthony Martial. so if he's a striker that kind of fucks up like the whole plan for a striker yeah he's not um, a striker no, and he's also kind of got like a little bit of a bitchy attitude that's like pretty clear. He pouts. He's you think such Arsenal should have bought him? Because we need a forward. I mean, you could have... Maybe United seems like they're not... They're trying not to do business with anyone that's a rival for that fourth place Champions League spot. And that would include Arsenal, Spurs, West Ham. Uh, like we didn't sell Jesse Lingard for cheap over the summer to yeah. West Ham because they wanted him for, you know, a donut. Um, but now, now we're offering Jesse Lingard to Newcastle. We just want a loan fee because we know Newcastle is flush with cash. So far, they have spent about 90 million bucks already uh, this oh, winter wow. window. Already? Already. Wow. The, um, because they got 33 million bucks. Uh, that's USD. For Chris Wood from Burnley, that was a release clause. He's a striker okay. who scores like the odd goal for a team that doesn't generate many chances. But they took so him away why, from Burnley. Why did, why did they do that? Oh, they're so they're literally Burnley, sabotaging Burnley. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. Why would he sign for a team that like? Why would he go? Even if they meet the release clause, that's crazy. Because they can pay. They him must more have money. made it. So he's just a mascot now. Wow. Okay, go on. Burnley. Well, Burnley is li- likely to go down now. They're almost guaranteed to go down, and then they lose Sean Dyche, and that means Burnley is probably going to stay down. Um, yeah. Newcastle clearly, it's like either they either they don't go down or they go down and come right back up because they spent an yeah. insane amount of money. Uh, be, they got, I kind of want them to go down. Just imagine if PSG was playing in the championship. That could be them next year. It could be Messi just bossing it for ninety goals. I mean, in a way, PSG's playing against the championship in, in their league. <laughs> um, also, they got Kieran Trippier for $16 bucks. He's now, like, I think, either slotting in as their captain or functioning as their captain. Uh, we, were quoted, we were quoted double that price by Madrid, Atletico Madrid in the summer. So clearly, Newcastle, they just wanted to scratch their back a little bit for whatever reason. Hmm. And then right now, Bruno Gomares from Lyon, I think central midfielder, 40 million bucks is what's being talked about now. But it seems yeah. like it's not official. We but were about supposed to be. buy him. We, he was all over Arsenal Twitter. And I think basically we just lost. Have you seen, and, this is always, if you want to know what Arsenal is doing, look at Arsenal Simpsons on Twitter or Simpsons Arsenal or whatever. Have you seen the latest of that? No, I didn't even it, know that existed. Ah, uh, well. I've sent it to you before. You love it every time you see it, but it's new to you every time. It's like Christmas okay. morning. Anyway, uh, it's like I'm an, old, I'm, an old, I'm an old man who's just like, who are you? And you're like, I'm your granddaughter. You're like, I love having a granddaughter. No, um, the it's Bart playing chess in the park, and he's playing against like three adults at once, and he looks like he's like you know uh, Queen's Gambit or whatever, and. <laughs> And then they're like, wait, I didn't, hear, a what, I didn't hear what you said at all. Oh, sorry. Did my internet cut out? Um, the audio cut out. So, so Zencaster probably just fucked us again. They're listening in real time now and just trying to fuck with us. Such a well, shit I mean, you, you should have told them maybe we'll stay with you next time if this one's good because now they know, you know, you're a sunk cost. Anyway, 
Uh, it's Bart. He's playing against three adults in the park, and it looks like Queen's Gambit. And then some guy goes, hey, look, a little kid is playing against three people in chess and doing pretty good. And then right away, all three just go, checkmate, checkmate, checkmate. And it said, this is a do bidding for players. Because <laughs> he's all over. Like, he's clearly energetic. They were linked to everyone. And then all of them say, I'd rather play for Juventus. Or apparently Newcastle, I'd rather... I mean, I don't know. Maybe a relegation scrap would be more fun than coming in seventh, which is what you get to do with Arsenal this year. But I don't know. I think it's just that the the, the Saudi delegation throwing money everywhere. There's no other reason to do it unless you're personally going to benefit. Like to leave yeah. from a like Kieran Trippier wanted to come back to the UK. His family wants to be there. Uh, that's yeah. why he wanted to come to us so heavily because he was like, "United's a great place to retire." Um, <laughs> Um, Bruno Gamara's the Premier League. <laughs> I mean, in a way, we're like the we're like the LA Galaxy uh, when Beckham showed up. Um, oh, what was I gonna? Oh, so there's there's more stuff to talk about. Um, not so Jesse Lingard to Newcastle. We're we're asking for an if you survive the relegation battle, twelve million dollar fee for Lingard. So it's like we'll we're gonna that help seems you. Very reasonable, actually. Yeah, because they don't pay it if they don't get the the cash flow from staying in the Premier League. So and it's like this is a dumb question, but I mean, I'm assuming he'll count as like the English player, or whatever, which you need anyway for your quota. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and, dude, like and we he, sold we sold a Wobie for thirty five. You know what I mean? Like like these these English players are expensive. That's a great deal. He's a huge upgrade on John John Joe Shelby, in my opinion. John Joe Shelby is like a weird player that like flatters yeah. to deceive where it's like, oh, he looks skilled, but he like rarely really does anything to impact a match. He does. like it, you. It's exactly how you say it, though, because I remember thinking, wow, that John Joe Shelby is pretty good. And then you realize, actually, he's like a shitty version of Shaka. You know what I mean? It's just like when you're on a bad team and you play in the middle, like the worst linebacker in the league gets like a bunch of sacks because he plays for a team that's on defense all the time. That's John Joe Shelby. In the Premier League, I don't know. He's also the guy from Barry. If you watch the show Barry, he's like <laughs> the nice thug. He like he's got he's got the like. Yeah, I don't know if I shave That's my so... hair every day or I'm a different species. It's <laughs> very true. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, Brighton's Dan Byrne is a. I think he's a fullback. Uh, I think he's a fullback. Ten million dollar bid rejected. Leverkusen's uh, Mitchell Backer, Bacher, uh, I think, is about to have a $16 million bid go through. So Newcastle will spend over $100 million just in this winter window. And the winter window, That's there's crazy. Like, yeah, only it's like nobody wants to do spending. anything then. Yeah, yeah. Because all the really good wow. players are committed to the various wow. cups and tournaments already. Yeah. And, and moving midseason is never really good good you, it's hard to hit the ground running without a preseason to, to yeah. get acclimated so and who's to say that they're going to stop there they're basically taking a big shit on the ffp like they the, how is that a financial fair play move to just yeah suddenly no, spend that they don't have that revenue it is absolutely insane and here's the thing is like they've already they've shown when teams have broken it that it's ballless and so it's ballless so it's like nobody gives a fuck you know what i mean Mm-hmm. It's like, so what? You're gonna you're gonna suspend me for like one transfer window, and you're gonna give me two years notice on that, so I get to buy as many players as I need. Oh, fucking no! It almost seems like financial fair play has become like MLB's luxury tax, where it's really just an excuse for the owners to say, "Well, we can't spend. We can't spend any more than we're spending." There's a rule. Yeah. No, you're right. Tears. You're absolutely right. Um. So Newcastle. Like that's that's a reason to not loan Jesse Lingard at all. It's like why would you help like look what the if they stay up next season, they are gonna spend two hundred million. Like, so then what need... so he just goes back to United if they go down? No, Jesse is out of contract at the end of the season. Dang. So it's a six month loan until he is a free agent. Um and uh, well in that case I guess the twelve million makes more sense. I thought it'd be like I thought he must at least have another year on his deal. But okay. The reason what I read, which I think is laughable, is that United value him as a fifty million dollar asset. So that's how they figured that out. I'm like, he's gonna be thirty soon, and he doesn't even play. Yeah, I mean that's what United would say. I'm sure they do value him as a fifty million dollar asset. Fucking idiots. Um, I heard I heard an Arsenal 
transfer rumor that actually excited me. Oh, wow. I haven't been excited by transfer rumors for Arsenal so far, but go ahead. Arsenal to sign Brie Larson to... No, just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Arsenal, I've been reading a lot about Arsenal and United States national team central midfielder, central defensive midfielder, Tyler Adams. Uh, He's 22, 23. He is starting every week for Leipzig. MLS cradle, huh? Well, well, no, he, uh, you're robbing Red Bull Leipzig in that case uh, because he is a he is a starter for a Champions League team, but wow. he would he would kind of give Arsenal the bite that they're missing in their central midfield. He is a, a great think, tackler. He's a yeah. great ball distributor, like starting starting play out of the back. Like he, I think does he get it, five red cards a game like Shaka? He doesn't really get any, um, and he can also play multiple positions. He can play multiple positions. He he can do. He's Where like else a pacey. Is he? Does he play like a ten or? He can does play. He go on I the think wing? in a pivot. He can play in a pivot instead of just like as a young a, a Milner sit- situation. That's. I don't want to say that to anyone. Um, <laughs> but he can also Trolling. play right back. He has played in the sort oh, of wow. like mobile right back position for Leipzig as well. But he he's wow. best as a central defensive midfielder. I think if you got him, it would cost. 30s like mid 30s god then spend it god that's exactly what we need hmm. that I, excites I, me you've excited me sir I, I i would be on one hand i'd be excited because it would allow it would have an american that you could actually embrace like like to chelsea <laughs> but but probably with better chance to stick around uh because because god, his yeah. skill set translates very well yeah like if anything, I wish United were in on him because that's the position we need the most, and he would be like a reasonable investment with high upside. Like he hmm. he could become like one of the best CDMs in the world at the le- level he's already playing at. So I wow. think that you should be excited about that. I um, think that's what we need because everybody's talking. I mean, whenever there's a striker in the news, you're going to talk about it like ninety percent of the time. But like everyone's talking about Arsenal strikers. And I do think we need that. Like Lacazette has like one goal in the last 13 games, and that's not nearly good enough. But I think a lot of the reason that he has one goal in the last 13 games is because the midfield has, I mean, it's been worn down by AFCON, but honestly, it's sucked lately. So it's like if we had a really good, even just like a really good body in midfield, they don't have to become the next Busquets for us, but like just a pretty good central midfield player would be really helpful right now do you you remember when we talked about like and this is of course our bullshit attempt at at explaining something that maybe is a little more sophisticated but like a central midfield no i think we have all the ingredients yeah yeah it doesn't mean like it is a cocktail yeah so so lingard is is tackling interceptions positioning pace and distribution not not pace like a winger pace but like he's fast enough to get up and down the pitch yeah so then what you probably put next to him is like more of like the the higher risk passer, the person who can do like a like longer through balls, more uh high quality chance here, creation. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. like and I don't know for you is that Partey or is that Jaka? Cuz they kind of both feel like they're B minuses at all the things. Well, hmm. Maybe a B minus is too high a grade. You tell me. (laughs) I I think overall Shaka is not a B minus, which is unfortunate. I think he could be. He has the talent to be like a B minus. He could be minus. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) I see Um, plus what you did there. (laughs) Um, But what what Shaka does better than almost anyone I've ever seen play is he just pings the ball around the pitch. He's an absolute god at like seeing a guy on a wide open wing and just being like and getting it over to him 70 plus yards whatever not a lot of people can do that other than that i think he mostly fouls i think he's slow you know what i mean it's like a bit like beckham when like people list his bad qualities and you think he must be terrible and it's like well no those other ones are so good i'm not sure shaka's quite in the same level as beckham but like I mean, in, in some ways, that's probably one of the most similar players you could compare him to, where it's like, he just is good at distributing the ball in a way that's really... Whereas, like, Party to me, is kind of like a bigger Conte, in a way, where, like, he he's an athlete. He 
he fucking controls territory on the pitch where you just can't get the ball in there because he's around. And like, he's an amazing defensive midfielder in that sense. But I think he's also like prone to trying a 30 yard shot, skying it over the bar or, or missing com- committing a, a parte foul, <laughs> a parte foul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure because he plays for Arsenal, he'll start racking up the red cards soon, but didn't I mean, he have a recent like? He did have a recent red card. He had he came he he basically came like that day from Afcon. Ghana went out early, so then he shows up and he came on as a sub for Arsenal. And in the time as a sub, he got two yellows. You're only Ga- fifteen minutes. What are you doing? Ghana get sent off. Uh, <laughs> never gonna give you up. Uh, never mind. I'm gonna give you up. <laughs> gonna so, okay, let so- you down. It's it's interesting. Both our teams kind of have like maybe the same weak underbelly at the moment. Different, but like the same yeah. problem to solve. I mean, and, yeah. Um, let's see. I had a few more things to say, but if you had, if you wanted to jump to to an action item or well, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy that we haven't talked about this. I violated my rule about when a striker's in the news. That's ninety percent of the news. But like, Obamiang. He's probably gone, right? Like, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, following the Obamiang saga. What is he going to get better at his age thirty three or thirty four season, and like have a different attitude then? Pro- it's probably best to just change scenery I, at this point. It, that's that's the funny thing is. So I remember when he came, and he was at the time he was like twenty six, crushing it in the from Bundesliga. France. Oh, from no, I mean, oh, wait, Dortmund, Dortmund. Right, 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 right. I mean, originally from France, but um. Because he had been uh, wherever the hell before Lille or some shit. I don't know. Lulsk, whatever. Lulsk. Um, But I just remember thinking, you know, there's only so many great 26-year-old strikers in the world. How do you allow your personal relationships with that striker to ruin the deal so much that you have to sell him for pennies on the dollar? You know what I mean? And then a few years later, now we're in that position with him. Where it's like, and it's actually hard to put your finger on, like, it's not like he... It's the salary. It's the contract. Is yeah, why you, that's it's like it. sal. It's it's like, and we we're guilty of the same thing. It's like falling in love with what someone did in the past and paying them like they're going to continue doing that in the future. Yeah, where he but was what's funny per- is like because we've had this like public falling out with him. It's like personal relationships with like him and Arteta, where like Arteta doesn't like it when people break the rules and they don't sit him in the stands, but. I think people are going to are trying like apparently Barcelona, like one of the Milan's, all these teams are apparently interested in him, which I find insane because I'm like, have you watched him play this season? Cause he's, bad, I wouldn't, dude. I wouldn't let Barcelona interest mean anything to you because they have become the dumbest team in the top five leagues with their spending. It's like they yeah. just lost their hero, best player ever because of stupid financial planning they got a big ass bank loan and went right back to buying players they couldn't afford. Yeah, they for it's so for funny that That's what they think. Like they've become just like Real Madrid, Catalonia. You know what I mean? Like why wouldn't they do? Like, they could have doubled down in the other way and said, you know what? We're gonna play some kids you've never heard of from La Masia, and like this year we're not gonna win the league. But like take take a look at the team that we're gonna be in three years. You know they could have done that. And but who knows that's what who the old Barca would have done? But. Who knows who they're going to be in three years, Jeff? Because they make a decision to sign someone in the summer, and they're fucking them off like before that season's even done. Like they got Memphis Depay; yeah. he's already on the outs. They like yeah. oh, like they got Serginho Dest. Serginho Dest is a young right back. They spent a lot on already, ready to get rid of him. He's twenty two. Like it's they yeah. they are such a uh, multiple personality disorder, like manic episode of a club that they're becoming yeah. kind of fucking annoying and they also like i i think i mean they went through this phase where they had like this philosophy on football that was so beautiful to watch and now i think they're just a soccer team you know what i mean like i don't mm-hmm. think they have like i don't think they have some drastically different take like the whole like tiki taka versus the world thing like that's over you know what i mean like they're they're just they're just like everybody else now maybe they might eventually come up with some new identity but that's done but they're like everyone else, but even more entitled. Yeah. Messi isn't even there, Mess and they are own club. But they're entitled, like they still are the club of God. And like honestly, like no, you're like a 
you're like a shit Valencia now. Like it's 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 a shame. It should and, be a song. And one of my one of my best buddies uh, is I won't name him, but he'll know if he listens to this podcast. I'm talking about he'll him. Know. he's a big Barcelona fan, and like in a lot of ways, Barcelona. I've had the same vibe about that I've had for Arsenal, which is like I don't root for you. You're often on the opposite side of the field from my club, but like I don't want my I want my friend to be happy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't really talk about his club anymore, which has changed from constant. We constantly used to talk about it, and now it's like we just talk about other other soccer stuff because he's just like mm-hmm. shaking his head to death. I I know that syndrome, the shaking your head to death, <laughs> but I don't know. It's called concacaf concussion. Af concussion. Af concussion or. Con- <laughs> Concussion cacaf. Uh, oh, uh, exciting! Uh, tomorrow, Jeff, United States uh, World Cup qualifier. We are we're looking like ninety five percent chance to auto qualify. That's good news. So wait, who I do mean, we play tomorrow? Uh, is it? Hold on, I can check my calendar. It will be at four. So you'll be asleep. It's four o'clock Pacific to seven p.m. Pacific, and it's El Salvador. El Salvador. I can barely. T- Lol Salvador. Lol Salvador. No, so that's El Salvador. We should be expected to get three points against yeah. whether it's home or away should be irrelevant. Um, yeah, and that would I think we're just we're in second place in the group, right behind Mexico. Uh, but that'll be good. What else? I'm sorry, I'm just like streaming the conscious right now. What else? What else do you want to talk about? Uh, did you did you get to watch that Ashraf Hakimi uh, African Cup of Nations free kick? That is so far away that it seems impossible. Like, how does the goalie, you know, I always wonder that when somebody hits one of those, how does the goalie not just take two steps over and save it? It takes forever for the ball to travel 40 yards. He he hits it so hard and hits it near post upper corner, which is like normally you, if you're taking a free kick, you're, you're betting. I just want to put it on the broad side of the goal, just get it on target, see what happens. Yeah. He he lasers it like there's bend for sure, but like it doesn't slow it down. It it's it's one of maybe the best free kicks I've seen in recent memory, and lots of journalists are talking about it the same way. Also, it's at an international tournament. Yeah, so it's like high high pressure with a bunch of players that you rarely is- see. So he just takes it on upon himself to just lift his team up and. Yeah, I, I'm kind of bummed out. I, I know he doesn't play much defense for a right back, and he's more of a right winger. Yeah, I wonder if we had gotten him instead of Sancho. If that had been, that would have been a better mm, instead better. of Jaden. So wait, are you down? Because I I kind of assumed that you were just waiting for him to come into his own. But do you think that that is is that bus territory now? No, I just think that like it's just a messy situation for any young player to have to assert themselves. Yeah, and it's like the league's already hard. He's come into this like shit show of a team, multiple yeah. managers already. But he's just not getting minutes now. It's not that he's playing bad. He's just not getting on the field, right? He, I think the last match he did not even appear in the team because he lost either an uncle or a grandparent. I think it was mm, an uncle, okay. and so it was like compassionate leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he he had a, a few weeks when Rangnick first showed up where he was you know, getting a a big portion of the minutes. Lately, we've been looking... All right, can I can I quickly mention the West Ham match from... Sure, um, sure, sure. West Ham was, I think, two points above us or one point above us in the table. And uh, David Moyes uh, has been <laughs> having them play very efficiently. They have been a good team this year. Efficient. Like, they're getting maybe more points than the talent on the field, but... Yeah. That's a sign of a coach who's got a good program, a good plan in mind. Um, first half, it was like the same story as like the past month where it's like, are we even playing the same sport as this other? Like we looked really bad. Wow. Um, that bad. And I didn't see the first really, half. Really bad. Second half, it was, it's like the, the German halftime team talk seems to <laughs> sometimes work <laughs> where we played better. Uh, the much recently maligned Marcus Rashford got subbed on and he scored the winner with like the fifth to I last kick of the, of the match. And it was like a dramatic, is he offside? Is he, or was Cavani uh, yeah. ran behind the line, something you will never see Anthony Martial do. Um, <laughs> he, 
he received the ball and played it pretty much straight across the field to Rashford for a tap-in. Um, what's interesting is, on something like that, the VAR team didn't seem to have to deliberate for that long before they awarded mm. the goal. And then you see people freak out, and I think we either we had a text or it was a yeah, different we did, Arsenal. We did. Or, yeah, yeah. And you're like, if, for Arsenal, this would be offsides. And Jack I, Wilshire and I, tweeted that. At the Emirates, that's offsides. Jack Wilshire, a great football journalist. Big uh, friend of the pod, listens every week. Did a lot of research he did. But but I think in a way he's right and he's wrong. He's he's right that there were incidents that you could look at that looked identical, maybe for Arsenal, maybe for every club, that were ruled as offsides. Uh, but that's just a product of how often the league's fucking changing the rules. Now it's like, in, in last season, your hand could have been offside, even though you're not using your hand. It's like molecules of your body were offside. This year, it's like, what is the scoring body part? So it no longer matters where your body weight is leaning, like if your head is offsides, but your feet yeah. aren't. Now it's like, what did you score with? Feet? Were his feet onsides? Cool. And 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 they were. And you and you also, some of these like gut reaction offsides things it's like you look and it looks offsides but you're not taking into account perspective in the bend and curve of the field like you really got to wait till they put that line on it to really know yeah it helps if they cut the grass where there's like that dark green line you know what i mean but yeah but then you're assuming that's straight too you've really got to take like one point on the near side one point on the inside and like it's like a photoshop like warp are tool kind of doing, thing. Are, are, are any of the groundskeeping teams doing that where they're trying to mislead the VAR? Just kind of like, hey, we know our right winger is offside every week. So let's just give us, let's give ourselves three centimeters here. Dude, I don't know. I mean, that sounds like something that you wouldn't really know either. Like, this could fuck I mean, us over doing, too. It's like a good spy. If they're doing their job right, then they're not in the spy hall of fame or whatever. Well, because you're playing half the game going the other way as well. So... So it's like oh, yeah, but that's our left wing <laughs> for half the game. Our left back, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was really exciting. What was what was your most recent result? Was it Liverpool? Was it a cup match? What was um, well, so we 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 had the loss to Liverpool after. I mean, that was just it. It was fine. It was like, of course, we're going to lose to them over 180 minutes. But the way it's like very Arsenal, where like we're gonna have this like valiant effort away down to ten men to keep it nil nil, and then we're just gonna uh, roll out the red carpet for them when we get home eleven on eleven. So anyway, they win, and then we played Burnley, and I think I found this one even more disheartening. But we're playing Burnley in. We should have. It's one of those games where you're supposed to beat them. They're the worst team in the league. They now have no striker thanks to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. I I I was pretty sad that we we came nil nil. I mean, we we should have scored a few times. It was one of those games where we had twenty shots and they had seven or whatever. But I don't know. Even on expected goals, I think it was like we were like one point four and they were like point eight. Like we really could have dominated that a lot more. I think. So, so that's were a lot of, of those. A lot of those must have been long distance shots that sort of add up to one point four expected goals. Right. I mean. Like point Five or point, or sorry, kind of weird, like fringy from the sides. You know, it's like it, we weren't getting like we had like two or three. Like there was one that Lacazette like clearly should have put away. So I mean, really, we should have won one nil, and then I'd have a totally different opinion. I would be way less introspective, and I would just enjoy winning. <laughs> but when you look at it on balance, I think that we were not. You know, we were not as good as we needed to be. I can I can empathize. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> No, no I mean, idea what that's. But like. you got the result. But you got the result. That's the difference. We did this time, but we caught, we threw points away. We we beat Aston Villa in the cup, and then played them again several minutes later in the league and yeah. tied. Um, yeah. Against Stevie G, Stevie G's team, like. <laughs> that's like my, I don't know. That's my Gerard impression. I don't know if we. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's a great Gerard. I thought he was on the show. Let me tell you what it's like running Aston Villa life. <laughs> it's very leprechaun. My good buddy Kara, Kara over here is he's bigging me up. What you don't know is that I talk the same way, except what I've really done here, and I'm just gonna circle it here with the telestrator that I love to use. Kara's lived in America for quite a bit, so he sounds a little like he's from Maryland. Like <laughs> I didn't I say just stumbled it. over that. 
<laughs> I didn't say this would be a good impression. Nor did I say it would be an impression. I said nothing. Now you're just Christopher Nolan's Batman. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've, got, I've completely lost it now. Let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to steal that baby. We're going to steal boy, the diamond. Boy. <laughs> Weirdly, your American Batman was Cockney. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's my Jason Statham. That's my, like, muscle, muscle in a heist. Yeah. Do love a Jason Statham. I love any Jason Statham, even the one that's not an actor, like the other guy. Wait, um, is it Statham or Statham? Am I, is it a silent H? You think it's Statham-like? <laughs> yeah, consulting for uh, how to pronounce things. Notable did scouser. You, did you hear about Claudia Ranieri uh, being turned into Roy Hodgson? You know, it's interesting. I think I think he deserves it because he. I mean, he sold his soul to the devil to get Lester to win <laughs> the league. Yeah. And then now this is part of what comes to it. They say, well, you'll never win it again. And actually you'll sort of weirdly become a laughing stock after doing the most impressive thing in history. So this was, he was brought into Watford to steady the ship after Watford fired. I don't I can't even remember who the fuck the Watford, <laughs> Watford manager was. manager. <laughs> I can't remember who it was before him, which is just, I think Watford, I read Watford has had 12 managers since, or it's either six or 12 managers since their last clean sheet. Wow. That's, let me put that into perspective. Let me put that into perspective. That'd be like saying I've had six jobs since my last first date. Six jobs since my last paycheck. (laughs) I've had six jobs since my last job (laughs) in a lot of ways. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that is astoundingly bad. I mean, it is, it is nice. Every now and then just peek in on those teams in the bottom half of the table and just enjoy that you're not one of them. God. That, but that's got to be the most frantic hiring and firing of managers of any club in Europe's top five leagues, e- easily. That, to me, smacks of a bigger problem where people are like, like, to me, any manager that you hire, you ought to stick with for a year or two. You know what I mean? But it they're just Watford. Becomes... It could be that the players just suck compared to yeah. other Premier League yeah, it's talent. Like, <laughs> how are you not getting results with these Watford players? Like, of course, you know what I mean? Like, I think Watt the Ford should be like its own expression for like manager <laughs> ineptitude w- or like firing managers. But it'd you be would... amazing. They should embrace that WTF, WTFC. Uh, that should be their new logo. <laughs> so. But you get rid of Ranieri, which, yeah, Ranieri's not Pep Guardiola, but Pep Guardiola wouldn't do much with Watford as is either. But then replace him with... I would love to see him do that. God, I would love to see that. Anyway, go ahead. He won't. He's too much of a fucking coward. Bald fraud of a coward. Um, But Roy Hodgson is the replacement. So from one 70-year-old geezer who's passed it to another 70-something-year-old geezer who's passed it, like, what do they think's going to happen? That's insanity. Yeah. I mean, is that just a uh, caretaker position? Like, do they have a but different Ranieri long-term plan? was the caretaker. <laughs> they I guess it, is it easier to fire a caretaker? I mean, was the plan for him to go to the end of the... I don't know, that's strange. But, but if they're going to lose the... Like, what did, what's the net difference going to be? You're now paying an additional person to watch you fail. So it's like they just right. spent more money to be bad. Um, But also... Talking of spending money to be bad, I'm really locking into these today. Uh, Benitez has been fired from Everton. Rafa Benitez, Liverpool legend. Like that is kind of wild. Wow, I wow. Liverpool are hanging on above the relegation zone by their fingernails right now. You wish it was Liverpool. What did I say? (laughs) Liverpool. Yeah. It's I think. Everton of Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Everton is, is it, Mo, Mo, is it Mohad Fashiri? I don't want to mispronounce his name. Um, you know I'm sensitive about that. I, I definitely could correct you on that pronunciation, but I won't. They have spent it. hundreds of millions since he took over that club, and they have like the worst spending record. Like they suck at buying. And was it Marcel Brands? It was there. Remember when Harding, uh, our Everton fan, was on the yeah. show? I feel like he they had just lost their director of football. Now they're firing the manager. 
If anything, like Everton could be another one of the clubs that keeps Newcastle up because of yeah. their own ineptitude. I mean, it makes you want, and it makes you wonder: like, are Newcastle going to have to wander through this desert of spending money on people that they shouldn't? You know, for five, you know what I mean? Like, every, I assume that they're going to be in the top four like next year, but that's probably a bad assumption, you know? Well, so far, it looks like they're buying players that are like not Manchester City level, but they're like Aston Villa level, which frankly yeah. would keep them up. They, they're they not going to qualify for the Champions League overnight. But if you look at even the way City yeah. had to do it and Chelsea had to do it, it was like, all right, well, let's, we're a three out of five. With this money, yeah. maybe we can convince them four out of fives to come here, and then you yeah. you you get them, you qualify for their Europa League, and then you're like, all right, well now we can overspend to get the five out of fives to come. Right. It, it, it's a it's a baby step thing, and then they get rid of the guys that got them to that next phase, right? And and eventually you're left with the Manchester City we see, where there's no remnants of like Robinho. <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah, there's no blue collar players on that team with the blue but there was like there totally was i mean that was that was like city circa 2013 2014 and then like they they eventually just had two world-class players for every position so they are walking the league with this many strikers for the listeners at home it's zero is the gesture (laughs) that i'm holding up um so it's newcastle's gonna happen and it kind of feels like sad to say it, whether it happens immediately next year or they get relegated and it, they kick the can down the road for one whole year. Yeah. So, Jeff, your club and my club, it's going to be a lot harder to make the Champions League after next year. Like, it's just going to get even harder. So, Is it a big seven now? But, but it's not like we're going to suddenly get more qualification spots. Like... Right. You could argue that the league, that the strength of the league merits it, but then also wouldn't it be boring if it's a Champions League that's like the top 10 of the EPL and then like the winners of everything. Like, so you kind of have to be a bit more exclusive for, uh, to to keep global appeal. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's depressing. Like, what? A little bit. (laughs) We went through all the news and now it's like, do we have any time left to talk about just like the state of the world, man, (sighs) the state of the soccer world? Like, I haven't read any new sexual assault stories in the last two weeks, so that's good. I was going to say, I feel like they save those for after the transfer windows because they know they have plenty of stories for January and the summer. But you know what I mean? So they're going to, I think in February, we'll probably get a pretty depressing story about that. February is a dark month already, and now it's. <laughs> yeah, look for, yeah, probably right around Valentine's Day, a little, a little assault for you. That'll be coming up. Oh, man. In the in the tabloids. Do do you have a hard out in three minutes, or do you want to try and sneak in a, a few makeup minutes for the fact that the beginning of the show got cut off? We can do a little Fergie time. All right. What do you want to? Is there anything you want to talk about? I, that's so like have, not mo- you news? covered most of the things that I wanted to cover. I did see there was an interesting graphic going around the internet. You have the internet. Yeah, we're talking on the internet. Um, and is it the thing Zencaster is sometimes connected to? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Z- Zencaster is actually that's a that's a pretty bad way to link to the internet. Um, there's probably a better way to explain it. Um, but it is basically it's just a graphic that ranks clubs by how recently they've won certain trophies. Do you have you seen this? Do you want I did to? See it. I did see it, and I and yeah. I thought United was kind of roughly where I expected them to be, which is still not anything to be optimistic about. Yeah. Um, but I did see it, and I saw a different graphic that I want to pull up. That was it was fan optimism. Ooh. In all the top five leagues, let's see Reddit. I'll I'll see if I can find it. Uh, Reddit fan optimism. Arsenal's graph for fan optimism. I mean, do you remember like that? few week period in December where we stopped doing podcasts because we got too busy and Arsenal like Arsenal fan optimism was off the charts and then now you know we've had like three bad results and of course it's through the floor again like we must be the worst team for that it's it but it's it it is so reactionary for everybody like if you just beat your biggest rivals this week it doesn't matter if you had four L's in a row before that yeah you you're giving yourself permission to be happy until the next thing that they do that will depress you right 
Sorry. You, you like to tell us about this graphic that you found while well, I was I'm gonna, looking I, I was going to have you guess. So, okay, in the Premier League, you probably know this down to the year because you're a big fan. When was the last time that Manchester United won it? Or how long ago? 2012-13, Fergie's last yeah. season. So that would be yeah. nine years, ten years? Nine years, that is correct. Ding, ding, ding. We have oh. a real bell. Um, but so the rankings there are Manchester City one year, Liverpool two, Chelsea five, Leicester six, Man United ninth, and then the the team that won it. Wait, is, is, know, it, is it wait is it ninth or is it nine or seasons? Nine years, nine years, right? right. Um, and then to explain you <laughs> exactly. No, so you, I mean, you're fifth or yes, fifth place in terms of this chart, and then six would be Arsenal at eighteen. But it's kind of crazy. I mean, it just shows you the sort of, it's like a statistics problem a little bit because then the team that is in seventh on this table, so to speak, is, can you guess, the team that has won the league, has won the league, but it's been longer than Arsenal. So Arsenal is 18 years. Can you give me the top six in sequence and I can guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Man City is one, Liverpool two, Chelsea three, Leicester four, uh, United Five Arsenal six. Won the league. Yeah. Hmm. I would my these are these are my guesses. Like I don't know which one. Sure, sure. Blackburn? Yep, Blackburn Rovers. Oh, that's ding, it? Ding. That's it. What were your other guesses? Wow. Uh Nottingham it. Nottingham Forest, who won it They're I think forty four years ago, according to this. Which is like um, what are the eighth, ninth? <laughs> So they're they're seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. They're eleventh. Everton, Everton, thirty five years ago they won it. So they're above Nottingham Forest, but below Blackburn Rovers and Leeds United. Leeds was going to be my other one. So so okay, like roughly roughly uh, in the right neighborhood. But yeah, glad I got it on the first guess. That's going to be the high point of my week and possibly month. Yeah. Oh, man. So this one is squirrely, but uh, FA Cup. Um, do you know who won it most recently? I forget every year. I feel like FA Cup is normally one of City, Arsenal, Chelsea. That's a good guess. Um, however, it was Leicester. It was that Le- It was that city, Leicester City. Wait, and the same year they won the league? No, no, no. They, they, they're the team that has won it most recently. So the FA Cup the number one on that part of the table is Leicester. Then following that is exactly what you said. Arsenal, two, Man City, three, Chelsea, four. Um, who would you guess is... If you get five and six, I'll be very impressed. You're probably For looking which, at Which it. competition? I'm not looking at it's it, I swear. FA Cup, FA Cup. I don't know. So you got Leicester, Arsenal, City, and is, Chelsea are out. FA Cup it's much more wide open because like yep. your random shit team can win the FA cup yep. versus the league where Leicester is the only case study for that. Um, Villa. It's a guess. Um, it's a guess. <laughs> I could have said, <laughs> no, I could have said my mom and that's a guess. No, that was a decent guess. Um, it was, it's Manchester United six years ago. Thanks. You just, you just owned me, bro. No, sorry. And then after that, this would have really impressed me, but I kind of remember this just because it was, I remember reading a quote from one of the players on this team when it happened. Wigan won the FA Cup, oh, and I believe that was yeah. that was the same year the that Pochettino? they got relegated. Now that I can't tell you, but they in that season, they won the FA Cup and got relegated, and they were asking, I forget if there was somebody associated with the team or it was just a fan, but they were basically saying, yeah, it was totally a good season. It's like you get your name on the FA Cup, that's there forever. Like if you're just a team in the Premier League for another year, you know what I mean? Like which I kind of get, but then you one also One is think, a memory and one is money. It'll it'll look funny to look if in 50 years Wigan has not made it back up. <laughs> that quote will start uh that will take on a different meaning. Well, there but there are there are clubs that were like historic. Like dude, look what's happening to Derby. Wayne Rooney's uh yeah. Derby, Wayne Rooney managing Derby. They're in administration. They had a 20-something point penalty for how bad their finances were, and Rooney somehow still has them like in with a shout of surviving that. They He's had them play really well, but 
wow. to have seven losses automatically added to your point total, or sorry, deducted from. Yeah, say it's your... even worse than a loss. A loss is zero points. This is a deduction. So say they won yeah. out, they let they take away seven wins, and that's like pretty much almost a guaranteed relegation for a club that's having finance issues. Uh, but it's like it would be such a shame if. I don't know. And they've Derby. been almost a Premier League club for like ten years now. If they had just well, one of those years, historically they were they they were in the top division frequently. Yeah, they, they won they won the league forty seven years ago. According yeah, to look this, look at them now. <laughs> oh, by the way, breaking news. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea have received a forty million euro bid from Newcastle United for Armando wow. Broja, currently on loan at Southampton. Uh, okay. Fuck hmm. Newcastle. Newcastle is officially this is gonna like, get right real after. Old. This is gonna get real old. It's like fuck another club that's making Liverpool marginally more tolerable because Liverpool's at least like not sugar daddying it up. Dude, it's we're, such, gonna be, it's such we're gonna garbage. be fighting with Liverpool for the Europa League places soon at this rate. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not finding the the graphic about. Most optimistic. I did find another uh, another one that might be interesting. <laughs> this is a Reddit specific thing. It is the most upvoted post in 2021 for every Premier League team's subreddit. Oh wow! So I want to ask you, and so this is you're obviously just guessing a moment or a yeah. moment or a news story. What is Arsenal's R Gunners most up? voted post in 2021 i'll tell you um thomas thomas party official oh yeah i was gonna give you not only the number of upvotes which maybe is less important but like i could give you the best comment as a as a hint Ooh, okay um so was that wrong then or did i get yeah it, it was super duper wrong uh, okay uh give me the best comment then <laughs> steer it's, me it's a it's a it's from a, a user that is Linking to a list of great players that missed important penalties and their teams lost. Ooh. Um, so, oh yeah, this would be, of course, after Saka had missed the penalty um, in the Euro. Which, yeah, that makes sense. Jeff, admittedly, I, I wanted to show support for Saka and... Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. One I time, mean, are one there time any time. other... Are there any... I'm not going to make you do all these. Are there any other clubs where you would want to try and guess? Ooh, that's a tough one. Do you want to guess I mean, for for I'm Spurs? To think for, Man- for Spurs over the last year, <laughs> maybe so maybe funny. the. Uh, it's really funny. I was gonna say, is it was it like uh, what were they fifth, sixth place last year? What DVD is that? Um, man, I, the, I'm not sure. Do you want the hint? Yeah, give me the hint. The comment just says the two words. My manager, exclamation mark. Oh, wow. When I when I hear this, it's really going to... Okay, tell me. Like, I don't know. The sub, the whole subreddit, looking forward to the Nuno Espiritu Santo era that started mm. off great. Um, yeah, just as you take a sip of water, you're like... <laughs> I almost, I literally almost did a spit take. That would have been a first for the show. Um... There's other yeah. ones that might be funny. Um, let's see. I mean, FC Barcelona is uh, Lionel Messi wins the Copa America yeah. 2021 with Argentina. Just Oh, well, I guess it wouldn't get that many upvotes for Lionel Messi fucking off to PSG. No, that would that would probably get like a, a mix but of Theoretically, it should. If you're, you know, if you're following Reddit rules. You should be upvoting yeah, the things that the, are worth talking about. The downvotes about. aren't just supposed to be things you dislike. It's supposed to be, is this not contributing exactly. to the conversation exactly. to make it fuck off? But nobody nobody treats it that way. No one, no. yes. Although you kind of. But I mean, it's weird when you do and you're like, yes, I'll upvote Trump elected. <laughs> Which I, I don't do that either. Um, let's say, th- I mean, there's a few that are like uh, for FC Porto's subreddit. Pepe hilariously telling the referee that Morata is diving. That's their most mm. upvoted post. It's like some spiteful the, shit. The best part of being a fan over the last year was a complaint to the referee. That sounds like Arsenal. <laughs> sounds like Arsenal. Tastes like sounds chicken. Sounds like home. <laughs> All right, buddy. 
would you mind if I uh, played the the special? Yes, I would not mind at all. Every time it it <laughs> works, it works every time because you don't expect it. You forget. I really, you know, I was expect. I thought you were gonna. Uh, I thought you were gonna throw in the towel. I thought that was gonna be the theme song. Well, I play our theme song, uh, but it'll play nine times, and it'll yeah, it's probably still playing somewhere. All right. Well, I love you, Jeff. This has been fun as always. This has been a good podcast. I hate Zencaster. Zencaster can S my D in HD. We we have to like go out of our way to tag them. We should have a post. We should post this on Twitter. A real podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Let's look at our podcast thumbnail. No, let's not look at that. Ryan? I'm just gonna eventually have to cuck you and get it done myself, aren't I? No, 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 give me a second.